I'm Marquis Devereaux, your host of Verbal Assault live stream. I am coming to you today about a political podcast. We come to you from left, right, and center. I have with joining me today our panelists. Our first panelist is Cherokee Black. She is an international model. She is an editor and an author. Hello, Cherokee. How are you, honey? Hi, I'm great. Thanks for having me. Okay. I have Mr. Kirk Adair, author, historian, and documentarian. Hello, Kurt. Hello, Marcus. How are you? Uh, I've been better, but anyway, we'll go with that later. Uh, It's been a very challenging week for me, and I'm sure for some of you as well with this hot weather. Mr. Brian Parker, how are you doing today? I'm good. Brian Parker, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I'm doing, doing good. Okay, I didn't hear your response, but Mr. Brian Parker is a parent. He is a graduate of the University of North Carolina, and he is also a Democratic activist. Mr. Rob Arnold, host of Political Firestorm, and he is also someone who always has the last word, right, Rob? Uh, first, middle, and last word. <laughs> no, I mean, look, if somebody has a point that I hadn't thought of, I'm pretty quick to say, hey, that's a great point. I didn't think of that. <laughs> and Nyurka Encarnacion, she is someone I like to refer to as our Afro-democratic activist. Uh, Nyurka is someone who does not necessarily support Black Lives Matter, and she likes to research information, and she always says, do your research, and she finds her version of the truth, which she believes is the truth. How are you, Nyurka? I'm doing great, but I'm from the Caribbean. You are from the Caribbean, but yes, you're Dominican in the Caribbean. Okay, I'm missing something there, but I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to you in a second. And my co-host of the show, Mr. Samuel Cochera, he is somebody who makes sure he checks me when I am up on all my facts and when I seem to be leaning a little too much against Trump. Isn't that correct, Samuel? That is absolutely correct. Okay. And I think everybody should be checked, not just Trump, even me. Check me too. So I'm going to try to move a little bit faster on this program today because we have been um, going a little bit long on our intro. And today's subject, Monday the 29th, we have Democratic upsets predicted in primaries, the AOC effect. Many are saying Joe Biden is out of step and that he has supported racist policies. Should a primary still be happening? Samuel, what do you think? Absolutely, absolutely. How else are we gonna to get to the elections? Absolutely. Well, let's, let's okay. provide, let's show and provide the world um, that this man is not mentally fit. You, you're saying that Joe Biden is not mentally fit for office? Clearly absolutely. not. Clearly not, absolutely. Tell him, Rob, tell him, Brian. I know Brian's going to say something. <laughs> um, well, Brian, I, 
I, I, I don't even know if that, I, I, I don't even know if what we've seen in the last three and a half years should even get a response from the left. But Brian, what's your response to that? You know, I have, me personally, I have a problem um, with 274 plus year old men being president anyway because of that. Anybody that thinks that once you hit 70 years old, you don't start to lose a step, you've probably lost a step ah. in reality. <laughs> so me personally, and when you heard Trump uh, go on Sean Hannity the other day and give some of the most incoherent answers, yet you're not equivocating that to anything that you've heard Joe Biden say, that again is where you're playing your partisan politics. Both of them have lost a step. It's a matter of degree. Now, now, no, no, well, and you're going and you're going to say that. How much of a degree is it when you ask him what is he going to do for the next four years, and he talks about sleeping over in Washington and knowing more people now, and I'm from here and I'm from there, and he never answers the damn question about what he wants to do over the next four well, years. Well, what you don't understand about Donald Trump, and none of you Trump haters do, he's always on that macro level of thought. He's a macro level guy. So he'll say things, he, he thinks he's given them perfectly fine answer because he's in this macro place. It does get a little frustrating, I'll hand you that, because- It was rambling, he, Rob. Just, just say he, he rambled. Just, 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 just a minute. He, he thinks on a macro level. Rob, Rob, Rob Kaylee McEnany is not gonna give you the job. That's not a hard concept to follow, Brian. Rob. It's not a hard concept to follow. Kaylee McEnany is not gonna give up her job. You know, I'm gonna answer that here. Second, Nurka Encarnacion. Um, both of these people, as uh, Brian Parker has pointed out, are Caucasian males in their 70s. Mm -hmm. Why do you think we don't have a woman or a person of color that's in a higher standing right now, as far as the election is concerned? We don't have one because we haven't had a proper one. I mean, I, 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 I'm really not into, um, as you know, I'm not into women, black, white. I'm into the person who's going to do the right thing. I'm into the person who's coming out and going for the job. Um, the reason why, first of all, let's look at AOC and, and her other minions. Those ladies are not even fit to be in Congress. The things that they come out and they say, it's just mind-boggling to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, probably. And, and and the and these videos that I've seen AOC um show, I I, I want to be a member of, of. I don't have Twitter. I want to be. I want to be on Twitter just so that I can respond to her because she's so stupid. Yeah. So why would no you say? Way. Why would you say that? that she why would you say that Alexander is stupid? Oh, there's something wrong with that woman. That woman got wrong with her. What is wrong with speaking up for the underserved? Did you ever read the, the New Green Deal? You know what? Because for the underserved, you don't need to speak up. What you need to do is take action. That's what needs to be done. Shut the fuck up. Do something. <laughs> Why and would you say she needs to shut the fuck up when she's always articulating? Because she needs to do something, view. not talk so much crap. That's what she needs to do. What, she, what, she, what can she do? She has one. She has one vote in Congress. She has one vote in Congress. What well, do you no, want she's her to got do? more than that, Brian. She's got influence in Congress. That's Cherokee right. Black. That's what she's Cherokee doing. Black. Turkey Black. Nurka says that uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez needs to shut the fuck up. 
a woman of color wants another woman of color to shut oh, the fuck up. Oh, you with your identity politics. It doesn't matter. It could be a girl, a guy, a woman. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, there's always identity politics with you guys. What the hell? But but you know what? I would think a woman of color would represent another woman of color. If I may, a woman of color should represent another woman of color, should they not? So 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 a black man killing another black man, he should just go ahead and do that, right? That's the way it goes. We don't want the white cops to do it. So we don't want the white cops to do it. So black man telling another black man stop killing, don't kill the black people. That's bad because according to Marquis, an, uh, a woman telling another woman of color to shut the fuck up seems to be a bad thing. You're equivocating. So you're equivocating. Tell someone to shut the fuck up with killing them. If I yeah yeah because <laughs> black people black people are killing black people, but we're picking white one, people one, kill one. white people too. And I actually looked up the statistic, and the statistic is higher for white on white crime. Correct. Right. Well, no, not okay, per capita. About, but we're not even about talking that. about all that. We're so in a very specific context so woman, here. Yeah, so if a woman of color wants to tell another woman of color to shut the fuck up, why not? That's she her prerogative. Her, her, that's right. Let her speak. That's her, her prerogative. That's right. Free speech. You know, when she said and that if a white, a white woman tells a black a, a woman of color shut the fuck up, then it's like, oh my god, she's a racist. It's just no. Stupid. If a white woman tells me to shut the fuck up and she doesn't doesn't have a relevant reason for that, I'm gonna punch her in her face. Amen. I want to I want to be right next to you, Cherokee. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. I'll film it. This this is the true assault in the verb assault today. Basically, mm-hmm. what I'm trying to ask is, do we feel that women and people of color are getting proper representation in government? Nurka, back to you with the question. You're shaking your head. No, I'm going to pivot. And- I'm shaking my head because I cannot think of just color. I'm, I think of the human. I think of, of how general it's being. I, I, don't, I don't think about color because, first of all, I'm not going to sit here and, 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 and deal with all of this fraud that is going on and think that is happening to, happen to me because of color. It's because of that. You know, people, people want to they, they wanna reach this high level of, of monetary um, w- without at, at any cost. Because if we talk about color, how about all of the black people who are members of, of the Freemasonry, who are working for the KKK? Who are doing this to us? Excuse me, your mic is off and you sound very garbled and it's hurting everyone's ears, but nobody's telling you. Um, saying is relevant, but your mic is off. And with some of the things that, you know, Yurka, with some of the things that I've heard you say, they some people might say your point of view is garbled. So I'm going to jump right quick over to Kirk Adair. Kirk Adair, I need you to help me make some sense here. Here we are again after having a biracial president for eight years. We feel the United States has has made progress. And then we have three and a half years of Trump. um, Mexicans, derogatory language. Women, derogatory language. Black people, derogatory language. Uh, Immigrants, derogatory language. Is Is this what we have to look forward to in this presidential race between Trump and Biden? (laughs) <laughs> oh boy. Well, that's um that's a moot point. Um 
But why Biden would you has, say that? You know, Biden has made some very stupid racial remarks like, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. That's, that's dumb. Second of all, Biden championed the uh, Clinton crime bill, three strikes and you're out. Right. He also said he did not want his children um, to go to, to be mixed with black children because it would be like mixing in the jungle. I, I read did that. say that. That was years yeah. ago. And yeah, he, he said that. that. Well, he said that. That, that kind of, that doesn't go away in my head. No, right. And I researched it. <laughs> Didn't he say that you had to speak Indian in order to work at 7-Eleven or? Pretty or, much, something like that. Something so, like that. so. Wow. I'll call him Jim Crow Joe. That's that Jim Biden, Crow Joe. We all agree that Biden is not the new black. My question still remains uh, with two Caucasian males running for office, women and people of color and um, immigrants and those who are not in the 1%, are they being represented? Kirk Adair, I still haven't gotten um, clarity in regards to that part of the question. Well, you have two Caucasians running for president. And I, that's what the, the two parties have put forward because that's what corporate America has put forward. When you're looking at representation, you're looking at representation across the board and corporate America, you don't see that because they don't get promoted, okay? And if they do get into a position, like the uh, senators, uh, senator from uh, uh, Massachusetts, the African-American <clears throat> senator from Massachusetts, <clears throat> or Colin Powell, they get threatened. Um, I mean, Colin Powell was going to be proposed for the Republican candidate before uh, Donald Trump. They wanted him to run. And he talked to his wife, and his wife said, I don't want you dead. You're not running. That's wow. it. I remember that. That's right. That's, that's and a what, lot of And what year was that, Kirk Adair? That was, uh, the, that was uh, about the same time that Trump was running. Before right. Trump was, uh, um, before Trump was in, they, before they went to Trump to ask him to run, they right. went to Colin Powell to ask him to run mm -hmm. because he's not, basically controlled by the whatever you want to call it the new world order the dark state uh he was not and right. he was joint chiefs of staff he was somebody that was uh looked up to by all of america um and quite frankly uh he declined because uh and he was a just about the same age that the trump was I, I didn't hear that word kirk he was a what he was about the same age as Trump, okay, Colin okay. Powell. But the thing was that um, uh, when his wife said, I don't want you dead, okay, uh, right. he didn't run. It was realistic, it, it, was, it was justifiable, basically. It made sense. It's not just about possible assassination. There's a guy by the name of Mitch Daniels, who was the uh, budget director for the Bush White House, a uh, massive job, who later went on to uh, be governor of Indiana, did a fantastic job as governor. The man is uh, uh, just brilliant. Everybody, all in quarters, everybody says he's brilliant. He was looking to run. His wife said, oh, hell no. His wife was like, no, 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 no. Because it really disrupts your entire family life. It disrupts everything to run for president. And you can't live a normal life anymore. Also, even when you're out of the White House, you've got Secret Service around you the rest Following of your life. Following you everywhere. Yeah, true, and, true. A lot of people, they don't want that in their lives. I'll tell you all a quick uh, uh, funny little story, though, about Secret Service and as it relates to vice president. 
when I first got back to uh, New York, I decided I've had a lot of experience with trees. You know, I owned a nursery, co-owned a giant nursery. I decided I'm just ducking at everything. I'm just going to sell some Christmas trees. So I'm sitting on the bench at a big, big place out here on the Upper West Side near the museum. And this guy walks up. I'm just giving it a lease, like 9 o'clock. I decided I'll one last customer. He says, ah, you spotted the customer, did you? And I say, well, no, sir. I saw a man and his family looking for a Christmas tree. So he smiled and he shook my hand as we're walking. We need the biggest tree you got. <laughs> well, sir, that's a big man. We're walking up the side. I'm looking like this. I'm looking over, looking over, looking over. And the grandchildren with him are looking at me nodding. I'm like, you must get it every day. You look like Al, Al Gore. So he chuckles and he gives me this look. So it is Al Gore. I know this. So then we finally get to the point where, okay, you are the former vice president. I shake his hand. I say, where's your secret service? And the answer is, if you're vice president, you have 10 years by law, you must have secret service. After 10 oh. years, you can say no more. So, really? I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. I learned that from a vice president. Um, and he and I got into it. Oh, boy, did we get into it. Mm -hmm. It was fireworks back and forth the whole time, the whole Christmas tree process, the buying process, into the merch tent, all the merchandise. He was buying a lot of stuff, getting a $30 tip. It was all cool. It was all in good fun. His daughter okay, was so speaking of confining, I'm going to confine us back to the subject. Uh, women, blacks, and gays are emerging in uh, Democratic primaries. And I'd like to ask some people on the left, what is motivating this sudden surge? Uh, Cherokee, black, what, what do you think is happening as a woman? Of I, Identity I, politics. I, That's um, ridiculous. I, think, I just think that younger people are becoming more engaged and paying attention to what's going on. And they're, they're seeking some kind of change. I don't think that they have enough experience. They don't have, I, of course, they need more experience with what they're doing. They're new to it. But I think that it'll be better for the country. Well, wait a minute, okay. Cherokee. There's another thing. Their their frontal lobes are not fully developed yet, so that's important to look. At. That's what I just said. No, you said I, experience. There's I a different... said, it, "Well, experience goes with that." Come on. Lack Sam. of experience I is mean, one. Thing. I mean, lack of on. full development of the frontal lobe is another. So we have said that experience go happens with the job. Sure. Alexandro Ocasio Cortez is a superstar on the left as far as making certain unheard subjects priority. The Green New Deal, uh, New York Encarnacion, what, what makes you so, what makes your feathers so ruffled when we talk about AOC? She gives a lot of explanations that do not make any sense. Uh, many questions that she's been asked, uh, she doesn't know how to answer. She refuses to give interviews if she doesn't have one of her um well it's not that she refuses but she doesn't give interview unless she's given permission to give the interview so that to me it, it looks fake because if you're running for that type of position you should be able to answer everybody's questions um and, and everybody's concerns. okay i love the fact that you talk about everybody's questions and everybody's concerns um brian parker brian parker if i were speaking to a left-wing pundit we would be describing trump incoherent he's not incoherent at all Woo. where do you even get that from uh, the man 
give speeches. There are speeches uh, for ages. Uh, no, 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 no. He gives speeches where he repeats himself um, when he can't elaborate on certain subjects. And some of his Twitter rants are inco incoherent. Look, if so, you want to cherry pick something here or there, go right ahead. And no, my... no, this isn't cherries. This is a basket. No, it's a cherry it's a pick. Yeah, I, One I, I, basket. I, I, okay, okay, all right, all right, Marquis. Okay, you got a basket okay, of cherries. Okay, We're talking okay. about an orchard why, of cherries. Why, why is it cherry picking when you can quote something that Donald Trump says but if Biden gives a speech and he doesn't have energy or... I'll energy, tell you why. I'll tell you why. Show. The number of flubs that Donald Trump has as compared with the number of times he's perfectly coherent, with Joe Biden, it's reversed. He's hardly ever coherent. It's flub, flub, flub. The guy doesn't even know where the hell he is half the time. This guy once complained, just the other day, he complained that a wheel fell off his canoe. That's Rob, a joke. are you drinking beer? <laughs> and Donald Trump just Wait. admitted the other day that Joe Biden would be the president because people don't love him. But that's it. That's it. Like it's personal. Everybody here has made it personal. When no, it's not personal. Business, no, it's not business. personal. Oh yes, it is. Oh, it's Joe, guys, Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Tell me, tell me why you down. don't like the man. It's Joe personal. Biden misspeaks. No, it's not and really. We know that he has tell a me uh, speech. Not personal, Brian. At some point, when Marquis is done. Okay. Okay. You know, we know the Joe. Brian, did you see the rally last week? Wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on one second, please. I was trying to say that Joe Biden, that we know has, we, he has a certain speech uh, disability because of something, uh, and Kirk might know about this. He has a, a stuttering problem. Is that what it is? It's a stuttering, stuttering. issue. So it causes him to misspeak. Um, but we also know that there are certain things that he's done in the past that were not in the best interests of people of African descent, that were not necessarily in the best interests of women. Correct. Joe Crow Joe, Jim Crow Joe. I guess, people can't, evolve. I guess people can't evolve though, right? We're not okay. Okay. They can't evolve. If they can evolve, if they can evolve. The truck can never evolve. What would be the message the for Joe Biden? What is Joe Biden's message running into the election? Does he even have a message? No. <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? Joe Biden did say, this is important, Joe Biden did say he would drop Rob, out of the are you, are you Donald Trump let him stick his hair. Rob Arnold, that question what? was directed to Cherokee Black. Are you white explaining? Mm -hmm. I couldn't hear for the talking. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, right. I, I, you know, I was I trying to speak. for five uh, seconds. I, Cherokee, what was the question to you? I don't remember because you were <laughs> talked over it. Exactly. All right. I would love someone to give me Joe Biden's message. Running into and then, and then I directed that to Cherokee. Mm -hmm. Cherokee, you say what? What say you? I say that we're arguing about two old men running for office, and I the, both of them have issues to me. I am a Democrat. I will probably I'm going to vote for Biden. I have friends who are of color that after reading certain things about Biden, they are not voting. And that's the problem. So I, you know, I- You're I saying they're not gonna vote at all? Wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't see a message or, or future anything coming from either one of them. I think that, and I think that Trump- And I think you have a good point. Mm -hmm. Both of them are babbling. So I, I, you know, I always vote since I'm 18. I'm going to vote. I make my son vote. He needs me and we go vote. So I'm voting. 
But I'm just saying it's a bit, I don't know, it's, which is the worst of the two evils, really. We know that Trump's message has always been quite clear. It's America first policy. Period. So everything that America, America, America does not include people of color. That's just not personal. Things that are not cool. At, as we are debating this, uh, more of black Americans are coming after him, and he's going to get about probably thirty percent of the black vote. Yeah, I'm going to interject here as as we are debating this. Yeah, those are the Trump like, had, guys. You know, like, yeah, guys. Okay. Guys, if you hear me speaking, please don't talk over me. Give me a moment, please. Uh, we got a note from production. Trump posted a tweet uh, of a video of protesters facing Trump supporters. The Trump supporter in the video yelled, white power. The tweet was eventually deleted. Mm -hmm. um, that is something that the right doesn't like to talk about. Well, wait a minute. So black people can yell, black power, all they want, but somebody yells white power, it's some kind of horrible thing. Ah, shut up. So we Trump, supporters, Trump supporters, so we know we smarter know people than the people that hate Trump. The anti-Trump movement is grounded in lies, in hate, in, in abject stupidity, in one-dimensionalism. It's Stupid all one-dimensional stuff. Smarter people know way better than to think all this crap. It but you know, but, but you do not, realize you're... But you do realize that you're a white male that doesn't connect with what the issues are as far it's as... It's simply not true. So as a black yes. man, are you not able to connect with what white people are, are talking about? You do it. So in other words, hold on, hold on, Yurka. Hold, hold on, please. Hey, uh, Marquis. So in, in white America, there are all kinds of moving parts, all this, that, and the other. Are you saying that as a black man, you can't identify with any of what that is on a human level? So I my question is why is it that black people can say black power and a white person cannot say white power? Because we that's a country as property and we're still looking for equality, full equality. Okay, what okay, so let me ask how you gonna find full equality when we can't ladies, 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 you are yelling. Ladies, you are yelling. do you guys feel that it's necessary? for white people to get more power? Is this what you're saying, Rob Arnold? No, no, that's not what I'm saying. Well, that's First what it off, sounds like. Well, so let, me, let me clarify. That's what it sounds like. Well, I'll clarify for you. Number one, I'm gonna say that in this country, all people have all kinds of power. If you work hard and you make every effort, you can, I don't care what shade of what color you are, you can make the grade. Right. Except, but, but except, but wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's all as power? If somebody, I'm just saying, if somebody yells white power, they're really only doing that in response to the whole black power narrative of black power with the fist held up. A white person can go ahead and respond to that all the hell they want. And anybody that doesn't like that they do it can shut the fuck up. Okay, so let me, you know what? Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Everybody stop. Everybody, everybody, everybody stop. Let me give you an example. Would you mind telling me who's the host of this show? Brian Parker. He should be. Because, <laughs> because I don't know any show that I could get on as a correspondent and talk over the host and be invited back. Apologies. That's the difference between white power and black power. Oh, and first, I'm the host of ex and executive producer of the show, and I have to ask to be heard. Should never happen. That's one example. The second example, when we speak about black power, 
when we had people hanging from trees, we need black power. Kirk right. Adair, did we need black power when people were being lynched? Did we need it then? Well, what you need is focused black power, not standing in the street, jumping up and down, screaming, um, and allowing, allowing yourselves to be baited, okay, which is actually what's happening right now. You're being baited, okay? You're being baited yeah. by Antifa. You're being baited by Soros. All yeah. right. Yeah, we know, Kirk. What, Kirk, let I, me finish. I had a conversation let with me someone. Finish. All right. Go ahead. What you do need is focused black power in the candidates that are running, in the issues. It's getting people out to vote. That is <clears throat> concentrated and focused black power, which I totally approve of. I think that because you have to deal with the system, in, you yeah. have to understand the system and then deal with the system in order to, to correct the system. You're absolutely right. So, Brian Parker, we should have understood redlining in order to mm -hmm. fix it. We did not. We should have understood enslavement in order to fix it. We did not. We should have understood that we were not going to be able to take our bank loans and buy homes because we were considered three-fifths of a person and we had to, we had to demand and, and, and sit at lunch counters in order to be heard. Brian Parker, tell me about black power. What, is, what does it mean to you? And why is it necessary to you if it's necessary? That, an that, that answer would be way too long, but I'll just say this. For people to speak out of their mouths when their race hasn't been put down for over 400 years, dragged to a country, separated from their families, given different names, making it hard for them to trace back their heritage. For folks to look at you as an animal, half of a person, to constantly put you down, and a phrase of black power is meant to inspire black folks to realize that they can be more than what white folks have deemed us being good at. Very nicely put. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because you always- No, 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 don't, don't. It was very nicely put for fuck's sake. Hold on. I don't even want hold that. Hold on. I don't even want that. Hold on. And I'm gonna say hold on, because Mr. Kirk Adair said, black people need to do this. This is what I approve of. Right. Brian Parker, as soon as Cherokee Black went to speak, he spoke over her. Nyorka Encarnacion, uh, she wanted to add a question and she was spoken over four times. I want you all to realize the actions that you take because this is a microcosm of our society at large. When we're talking over women, when we feel that black people who have a position of authority that we don't have to respect that authority, when we feel that if someone is demanding their rights, they need to do it in the way that we want them to do it or we don't acknowledge that. Correct. And clearly, certain people haven't been acknowledged, which is why someone got a knee in the neck. Would you not agree with me, Robert? Well, what I would say to you is, is that there are over 5,000 cities run My by My question black is, people. would you not agree? No, I don't agree with your narrative, because I'll tell you why. Black power is already 
very big in this country. But how can you Over, say that as a Caucasian man? Well, I'm giving you an answer. I don't have to. It doesn't matter what the hell. But, 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 but it's about factual data. Will you stop? I'm giving you an it answer. It is not. It it's, is not. Hey, 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 hey. It is not. It's about, it's not it's about factual it's data. data. Hey. It's not data. And I'm going to tell not you. Not data. Why. Over 5,000 cities run by black mayors. Many doing a fine job. You want to hear the facts. Excuse me. When you guys on the right have spoken about black on black crime, and I've asked you, about white and white crime, not one of you had an answer. Don't tell me about data. Your data is flawed. It's very flawed. So I'm going to move. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to put a, a damper on the conversation for a second. Um, the last question that I have, and I need to. I know Sam has a few questions that he wants to ask. Is um, Schumer is a minority leader from New York? Another Caucasian male. This is just an observation. Um, we don't like to talk about it because it makes us uncomfortable. Um, he could be challenged in, mm -hmm. in, in his race. Pelosi could be challenged in her race. Mm -hmm. They also could be challenged when new people come to the Senate or new people come from uh, into the Congress on the Democratic side. Do we feel that, Samuel, do we feel that Schumer and Pelosi should feel threatened? Absolutely. <clears throat> They've done because. horrible jobs in this in the entire time of this this four year um, history of our country at the moment, and they've had they've had zero message, they've had practically zero output, and skipping back to AOC just for a moment, AOC's only message that I can really recall that was really powerful. She had two actually, one was don't let Amazon come work, uh, come set up in, the, in, in New York. And the second one was, was when she put forth that Congress should get a raise. Those are the only two important messages that I can recall from AOC. And as, far as, Pelosi, as far as Pelosi and Schumer, well, now AOC being Miss Influencer, she wants to take Schumer's position. Uh, and you think so? Why would you say that? Because she's going for it. That's the latest news. Who, who told That's you that? Latest, yeah. Where did you get that? Latest news. Where did you get that from? Winter AOC is planning to run for Schumer's position. That That's sounds like it. a distraction. Well, it doesn't she, matter. What she has said it's, nothing it's, in any media. I have listened nope. to nothing. She has not. It's uh, her trajectory, and it's obvious. I'm oh, so uh, so uh, so the the thing that we don't like to talk about women, uh, the two women on our our panel have to yell to be heard. And the other thing that we don't like to talk about, people of color, uh, people of color are establishing themselves and we're telling them, go back to shithole countries. Go back to where you came from. But they're from queer. And I like that. That was really? I, I got it for the news. No, Donald Trump said shithole countries as it relates to a few countries out there where you got terrorism. Well, why right? is any country called a shithole? Because it is a shithole. If you're not about violence everywhere, what the hell? Look, you, you, you're so one-dimensional on this stuff. It's unbelievable. Like, if I try to tell you about uh, the power that Black America now has in response to... You can't tell me about the power you that can't. Black America has well, because you don't know. You yeah, can't. I don't know. I, know. I have a lot of facts. Uh, many, no, many, you don't. Black, you don't. How many you don't. Black you don't. Are? And I want to... And I want... I don't? Okay. Right oh, I have now. to be Black to understand all things Black? That's right just now, too stupid for words. Right now, okay? it requires, okay, it requires a I level of humility. I do not know what power women have because I'm not a woman. I don't know what power trans people have because I'm not trans. 
we can see where women have power. What the hell's a man? You, you cannot see what women go through in its entirety. I can have empathy for what they go through while I see where they've gotten. Same then thing with you black. say that. Then you say that How you have empathy. Anybody can see you that. You cannot what? make an assumption. Any Bob, woman can see. Wait a minute. Any woman can see what, where, where men have come into right. power. Well, I can make I'm men. Saying, excuse me. Brian never, Brian never finished his thought. Actually, he, he gave a, a fantastic narrative, and I had no, an answer actually, to it. But he wasn't. And, and the marquee just jumped all over me in five seconds. Well, you know something? I jumped over you. I jumped over you because you were an awesome contributor to the program. Oh, that's but, why you jumped over the awesome guy. But yeah. the problem, but the problem is, is that my <laughs> speaking takes precedent over everybody. Of course, but you asked me a question. I started to no, give an answer. Of course. In five it's, seconds, it's not of course. It's not of course because today it was off course. So, I'm telling you that when you asked me a question and I'm, I started to I'm give an answer, you cut me I'm right off. You, I'm telling you. You don't want to hear the truth. You just did it again. I'm telling you that we have to respect everybody. Ryan uh, Parker, you asked, why are you here? Why do you think you're here? I guess to watch this train wreck. What, but what's wrecked, brother? What do you think is wrecked? <laughs> what do you, what, you, you, you sound like you sound like you're frustrated and you're ready to give up. Oh, pretty much, yeah. Pretty okay. much. Brian, I would like you to get back to what you were saying about um, black people 400 years of slavery when we're talking about black power, white power. I'd because, like to that because I'd like to ask questions. And it happens quite often that certain people don't want to hear. They don't want to hear about enslavement, Brian. I know. They don't want to hear the black thing. Why do we always have to talk about black? Yeah, right. we should get over me, it. So why do we need to talk about it? Yeah, we why? need to get over We're it. Living in the past. Living in the past. Yeah. It's yeah. not living in the past. Our ancestors were castrated, raped, the men and the women. A lot of things happened to us. Cherokee, Cherokee, I'm... Came here as property. We're trying to get rights that you are privileged to have because you built this country on our... Nowhere blood, near that simple. On our ancestors' blood. Not even anywhere near that's that simple. That's what the issue is. That's it's the one-dimensional power. You see that's that's one-dimensional. You see how defensive they get when you start talking about it? Instead of being defensive, okay, you're going to go ahead and ask Can I jump what in? What was the question, Yurka? Please rephrase. Rephrase the question, please. When I was in the third grade, I learned that I read the book Frederick Douglass. That's when I learned about slavery because I was born to this country when I was six years old. I had you no know idea. Have the in this country. Don't tell Can I finish? Oh, oh, Can I true. finish? Can I finish? Please finish. I can give you less than 30 seconds. And in the third grade, I learned that power comes from knowledge. Simple as that. Right. Okay. So, Nyurka, um, you are a woman of color. And if you are uncomfortable with that, I apologize. I am not uncomfortable. I am very proud. Good. So when I talk about women and I talk about people of color, when black people are asking for their power, what makes you uncomfortable? Well, because it, it's the way that you ask it. I mean, you, you have to have knowledge in what you're speaking about. Because even when we talk about slavery, not everyone in this country of color was enslaved. There were black people who owned slaves too. And the, right. people now, the black people in this the country first that were free men. Cherokee, don't scream because we can't hear you if you're screaming. 
Okay. Speak. There you go. Rephrase. I mean, this, this is information. No, no, no. You're okay. No. Hold on. Go ahead, Cherokee. The black people who were free when this slavery thing happened were enslaved. Their property was stolen, just like the Native Americans. And that's a fact. The books in America, I don't know about other countries, but leaves out many, many, many crucial facts about that horrid situation, including castrations, murder, everything. And some of that shit is still going on today when they shoot our sons and our daughters and in the back. And, you know, everybody else can be taken down and taken to the precinct and have a fair trial. Black people are just killed. Put your knee in my neck. That's not equality. Way That's more white men get killed by cops than black men. It's not even close. Oh, come on, bro. Please. I'm and telling you. During, during you the don't want to you said way, I, I researched, I way researched more. the prison system here. During the segregation, it was white people that were in jail, not black people. And black people owned their own businesses in which somebody came out and said, why are we getting segregated when we live better when we were, when we were apart? Why did white people burn down Black Wall Street? So, why, so thank because you, sir. Because we were a threat because we had power. How about that? So I'm going to close the show. Those arsonists were scumbags. Everybody, everybody, one moment. One moment, please, everybody. I don't know why anybody's speaking. Mark Key, one second. One second, one second. I just want to say. Guys, I have less than five minutes. Got you, got you. Speaking as a black man and a man and a black man that's traveled to about 18 countries already, I would like to say that I think that racism is taken a little bit too far. I believe that we do have opportunity in this country. And that is evident because I wasn't here, but we did have a black president. So when we say that there is no, that we cannot rise to the top, I believe, and I think everybody would agree that being a president of the U.S. is the top. So I think- There, I are, think issues, there are issues in less- You know something? I don't want anybody else to say another word. Okay, go ahead, Mark. And if I tell you not to talk, don't add it. Fine. I just wanted to, you know, I have to, I have to close this show today and I have to ask myself why I come here. I've been disrespected by two thirds of my panel today, not intentionally, but because people are so passionate, they must be heard. And since they must be heard, when a person goes into their pocket to create a platform where they get people from both sides, the fact that someone feels comfortable enough to challenge a person of color in authority. And unfortunately, my sister that comes from the Caribbean doesn't understand, in my view, as the host of the show, why there were sit-ins at Woolworths, why there were boycotts in Harlem, why there were people that were getting locked up just to be heard. When you open your mouth, did you hear my tone change? When you open your mouth and you cannot be heard, I have to tell several of you, stop, because you don't care what I'm saying as the host of the show. And this is what happens in Black America every single day. Rob Arnold, I still invite you back. Nyurka Nacion, I still invite you back. Kirk Adair, I still invite you back. And you guys show up. But I want you to look at what happened. Are you, are you saying something about me? I am <laughs> including you in the conversation. I want you all to observe. I you, but I did now. Yes, you yeah. did. And I said, nobody speak, please. I asked you. 
I shouldn't have to ask, please. This is the closing of the show. But this is very, very important for our audience to be able to hear all sides. In order to hear all sides, we have to be able to take some understanding of what point someone is trying to get across. When someone has to kneel and we complain about where they did it and how they did it, they're going to take more drastic measures. When someone puts a fist in the air and they're not heard, they're going to take drastic measures. So if someone goes to the point where they take a gun and put it to your head, you might pay attention. You might pay attention. Thank you guys for tuning into Verbal Assault live stream. I'm your host, Marky Devereaux. I want to thank my panelists for contributing. Um, it, it, uh, it's been a challenging weekend. It's a challenging Monday. And I am looking forward to having you guys on tomorrow's program. Whew. Disappointing Tulsa turnout. Trump gets pissy. Thank you all for tuning into Verbal Assault live stream. Bye-bye.